Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast. I love you, now go to sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin. Today, Dashi was very excited. Dashi had her favorite camera, and she was ready to go on her own special trip. All the octonauts were going to stay in the octopod and go on their own mission to do research in the coral reef. They were going to check out the parrotfish and the clownfish and the dorryfish and the seaweed, and that was all fun and fine. But today, Dashi got to go with her good friend, Astro, to Rainbow City to meet True and Barnaby. She was going to get to take pictures of the wishing tree. She had seen True's wishes before, but she had never seen really where they had come from. And she wanted to check it out. And Z was happy enough to invite her up to the tree to take pictures of all of the wishes. I'm so excited about this trip, said Dashie. Captain Barnacle said, I envy you, Dashie. It sounds like a lot of fun. At some point, we all need to go see this wishing tree. It sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds amazing, all right. Can we really wish for anything we want from the tree? Dashie said, No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't grant wishes like giving you what you want, but the wishes themselves turn into different things that you can use in helpful ways. Oh, blimey, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds really good, said Dashie. Well, Dashie, you better take a gup, go to the beach, and meet Astro. You get to go through that magic yellow tunnel thing, right? Yeah, said Dashie, I'm going to take pictures of that, too. It's going to be great. I'll show you all when I get back. Have fun, Dashie. Dashi went down to the engine room, said goodbye to Tweak, and got herself in a cup. She swam out of the hatch and up to the surface of the water and out to the beach. It was a little island, just made of sand and one tree, and that's where she was going to meet Astro. She got out of the gup and parked the gup, and she waited, and waited, checked her camera, checked her batteries, and waited, and then all of a sudden... <laughs> A yellow portal came out of nowhere. That's my ride! She stood up, got ready, and hesitated for a moment because the yellow portal was amazingly beautiful with its sparking, almost glittering yellow magic that swirled all over the place. But uh, it was still a little intimidating to jump into a, a Terran space. But she did it anyway. She knew Astro wasn't coming to meet her. She was going to go meet Astro, and this is where she was going. She jumped in. The yellow portal sucked her right up and started pushing her through the tunnel system. She twirled and whirled as the magic swirled all around her. Inside the yellow tunnel, it was very amazing. Don't know if all the other people have really looked in here as they've traveled. It's so much twirling and whirling, but it's almost like we're underwater in here. In fact, I can almost see through the tunnel walls and see things that almost feel like they're moving. She didn't have time to think about it, though. As she came out the other side of the tunnel with a... She, boof, landed on her bum and said, Ow, that was a rough landing. Astro said, Hi, Dashie. Dashie looked up and said, Astro, it's so good to see you again. She stood up and gave Astro a big hug on the nose. It's good to see you too, Dashie. Welcome to the Rainbow Kingdom. Dashie looked around. She had been here once before, but hadn't had the chance to really check it out. 
All the houses made of mushrooms, the colorful town buildings, the buses with their smiling faces, and the peculiar little almost shapeless people that walked around, talking in their funny voices. One walked by and said, Uh, excuse me, I have to get by. She said, Oh, no problem. Thank you, he said as he walked along. There were ice cream shops on every corner and sweets everywhere. Come on, let's go find True and Barnaby. I think we're going to meet them at their house and then go up to the wishing tree. Great, said Dashie. As she walked through the town, she couldn't help but take pictures of everything. Everything was so colorful and cartoony, she loved it. They got to True's house, which was a big white mushroom with red polka dots, or white polka dots on a red umbrella, whatever that part of the mushroom is called. Wow, this house is amazing. The front door opened. It was true, and she said, Thank you so much, Dashie, and welcome to my home. Barnaby jumped off the top of her head and said, Wow! Hey, Dashie, it's good to see you again. Come on in. They went in, but only for a moment. True needed to collect a few things before they headed off to the wishing tree. The inside of her house was warm, and it smelled like cookies. It was a very inviting place. They left and walked down the street. At the end of the street, the hill rose up to the kingdom, and above the kingdom, or the king's castle, was the wishing tree. It was very high up, and it had a gentle smile on its face as it slept. Wow, what a beautiful tree, said Dashie. She snapped a few more photos. That's great. Wait till you see the inside of it, said True. I think you'll like it even more. And you'll get to meet Z, said Barnaby. He's really cool. He has all kinds of gadgets and inventions, and he studies the wishes. Great, said Dashie. She snapped a few more pictures and then said, Huh, it's too bad that storm's coming in. It's really kind of ruining the view. True said, Storm? What storm? She looked up. Indeed, there were clouds forming. Black clouds. Huh, I guess it's going to rain. Barnaby said, Oh, I hate rain. I hate being wet. I'm a cat. I hate being wet. I don't want to be wet. No rain. Actually, that cat. It never gets wet, and he always wears, and he thought it was going to rain, and it was, so he he put his jacket on it. Yep. He said, I'm going to go home and get my jacket. And that's when Asher said, don't worry, Barnaby, if it starts raining, you can just hide under me and get out of the rain. He said, oh, okay, thank you. After a minute or two, it did indeed start to rain, but I almost immediately noticed that something wasn't right. This rain wasn't rain. It wasn't clear. It was white. It was white with a little black speck in it. It started dripping all over the ground, and then on the houses, and then on the people and the buses, and then on True and Barnaby and Astro and Dashie. And then that's when Dashie said, Oh, what is this? It smells bad. And that's when Barnaby went, Oh, this isn't rain. This is bird poop. Bird poop was coming out of the clouds, and lots of bird poop was coming out of the clouds. Take cover, said Astro. They ran towards the nearest mushroom and hid underneath it. The bird poop was coming out of the clouds as thick as rain, and it was covering everything. All the people in the town were going, Ah! This is disgusting! Ah! All the buses were going, Oh, oh, I've got bird poop all over me! Dashie was looking at it. She knew what bird poop looked like, but she was also a marine biologist. She said, this isn't bird poop. This is shrimp poop. 
Shrimp poop? What do you mean this is shrimp poop? I'm saying that this is coming from a shrimp. Possibly a crawdad. This is coming from an animal that usually lives under the sea. But why is it coming out of the clouds? It was a crawdad inside of the cloud. It was a crawdad inside of the cloud. True said, I'll have to use one of my wishes to find out. She pulled a wish out of her backpack, and the wish turned into a telescope. She looked through her telescope up into the clouds. She said, you're right. It's coming out from little shrimp, not just one or two. Thousands and thousands of shrimp up in the clouds. Somehow, up in the clouds, there were shrimp floating around up there and making poop and throwing it down on the city, and it was ruining everything. That's supposed to be rain, said Barnaby. I hate rain, but I hate shrimp poop even more. We've got to do something, said Astro. This is unacceptable. We've got to figure out a way to get those shrimps out of the clouds. Dashy said, hmm, looking through your telescope, it almost looks like they're eating up the rain from the clouds and turning it into poop. Hmm, how do we get them out? How do we get them out? Barnaby said, Dashy, what eats shrimp in the ocean? Dashy thought for a minute. She said, well, if we were in the ocean, and these were little shrimp like they are up in the cloud, They'd usually get eaten by a blue whale. Blue whale would just scoop them up in their mouth and eat them whole, all thousands at a time. A blue whale? Where are we going to get a blue whale? Blue whales can't even fly. They live under the water. Astro was quiet for a moment. Then she thought, hmm, I have an idea. Dashy, you need to come with me. True, Barnaby, you need to stay and stay and try and save the city with your magic powers. True said, what are you going to do? And Astro said, I'm not sure, but I think I've got an idea. Dashy, come with me. Get up on my back. Dashy tried to jump from one little tiny mushroom onto Astro's back, but instead she slipped and fell and hurt her knee and it got cut. Ow! And it's got bird poop in it. Ew! Astro said, don't worry. She waved her horn. And made Dash. She didn't have magic in her horn. Okay. Okay. Well, let's say that she has magic in her horn, but she didn't have time to help Dashy right then. Okay. Okay. So Dashy said, "Ah, oh, my knee." And Asha said, "I'm sorry, Dashy. I'll have to heal it later. We've got to go now." She actually didn't have magic. Okay. A yellow portal appeared in front of him. Astro and Dashy jumped in. True and Barnaby said, "Hurry back!" They disappeared into the yellow portal. True said, oh, Okay, we need to figure out a way to protect everybody from the bird poop. She went and looked in her backpack. She had two wishes left, and one was an umbrella wish. She took the umbrella wish out and said, Umbrella wish, I need you to turn into the biggest umbrellas you can, or many umbrellas, and try and protect everybody from the bird poop falling from the sky. It's not bird poop, said Barnaby. It's crawfish poop. It's lobster poop. Whatever these things are. Whatever. Umbrella. Do your thing. The wish turned into hundreds and hundreds of umbrellas, and the umbrellas floated through the city, trying to cover everyone that was getting crawfish pooped on. But the problem was, was the umbrellas were too small, and the crawfish poop got so heavy when it covered everything that it didn't do much. I hope they hurry back soon, said Barnaby. True said, I'm doing all, our can- all I can. Oh no, look! The, ge- the wishing tree was covered in white and black crawfish poop. Oh no, said Barnaby. What's going to happen to the wishing tree? We have to get up there. They fought their way, their jackets over their head, running through the streets, trying not to get pooped on. They went through the kingdom and up the hill, all the way to the wishing tree. 
The wishing tree was covered, and it was leaning because it was so heavy, and the smiling, sleeping face that it had just only a little while ago had turned into a sad, frowny face. They went inside the tree. Zeke was inside, and so were the wishes. Zeke said, Wait, stop! True and Barnaby stopped. He said, You two are covered in poop. Hang on. He used his uh, special staff. What was his staff called, Levy? His, uh, with clingy energy? Yeah. What's it called? Clingy energy. It's called a stem. It's called a stem? Yeah. Okay. He used his stem and waved it over Barnaby and True, and all of the crawfish poop came off into a ball that floated in the air. Zeke threw it outside. He said, I can't have that in here. That'll ruin the wishes. We know, we know. What's going on, guys? How do we stop this, said Zee. I'm not sure. We need more wishes to try and stop the poop. But Astro and Dashy are working on something. All right, said Zee. What can we use? Zee said, we can't use any of these wishes. These are all baby wishes. They're all too young. The only wishes we have that can help right now are the ones I gave you in your backpack. True said, but I've already used two of them. One was a telescope. The other one was the umbrella. I only have one left. Oh, what are we going to do, said Barnaby? What are we going to do? Just as he said that, they heard something um, come in on the intercom. A beep, 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 beep. True answered it, and it was Dashy. Dashy said, Hey, guys, we're about to come through the yellow portal. We need you to meet us outside town. We have a plan. Hurry. The signal ended. Zeke said, I hope the plan works. Barnaby and True said, Okay, here we go. They put their jackets back over their head. And they ran outside. There was crawfish poop everywhere. They slid in it. It smelt bad. They fell down. They rolled down the hill. They were covered in poop. Everything was covered in poop. All the mushrooms were starting to lean over under the weight. There was just too much. It was stronger than the poop cell. What was? The wishing tree. Mm-hmm. Well, the wishing tree was starting to bend and buckle under all the poop. But that's okay, because Dashy had a plan, along with Astro. Barnaby and True ran outside the city. There was no storm out there. It was just on the city, so there was no poop. They looked back. Their entire city had turned white and dark, and it was a scary place. And they could hear all the people yelling, Ew! Ew! So gross in here! Ew! They waited. True said, Where's the portal? Where's the portal? All of a sudden, the portal opened. But this portal was a little different. This portal was huge. This portal was bigger than any portal they had ever seen before. And then out of this massive, massive portal came Dashy. She came out and she was tiny. And she landed right in front. She came out as a tiny little person compared to that portal and landed right in front of True and Barnaby. True and Barnaby said, well, what's the plan? What's with the big portal? Dashy didn't say anything. She just said, run, we need to get out of the way. Run now. The three of them ran. They ran away from the portal as fast as they could. And just as they got out of the range of the portal, the biggest blue whale came through. It made the sound mm, as its massive body came through the portal. And it slammed right on the ground. It was so heavy, it left a big indent in the ground. And on top of the blue whale was Astro. Astro said, True! True! I need your help! True said, What is this thing? 
Barnaby said, it's a blue whale. I've never seen one so close. And then Barnaby said, wait a minute. Aren't they supposed to be in the water? Don't they need to be in the water? Asher said, yes, we had to get him out of the water to get him here, but there's a problem. I don't have any magic in my horn for some reason. We need to get him flying so he can eat all the shrimp in the clouds. Chu thought for a minute, and then she thought, huh, I have one wish left, and it's a flying wish. But I don't know if it's strong enough to lift a blue whale. Astro said, climb up his fin and get up here. The blue whale started to wiggle on the ground, big and slow, with its massive body. It went, all four friends got up on top of the blue whale. Astro said, is there any magic you have that can lift this whale into the sky? True said, I have one wish. Let's give it a try. She took out the wish. The wish had a glowing little smile. She said, little wish, I hope you can lift this whale. We need to eat all the crawfish in the clouds. The little wish turned into a tiny little cloud. That tiny little cloud grew bigger and bigger, and then it wrapped itself around the whale as much as it could. And then it began to lift and lift. Nothing happened at first. The whale was so heavy. And then finally, after a moment, they could hear the ground giving <laughs> as the weight of the whale began to lift. The whale slowly began to fly up into the sky. Up and up it went. The whale started to wag his tail like he was underwater trying to swim. And that pushed them forward. The whale had smelled all the yummy, yummy shrimp in the clouds. And it was excited for the meal. Here we go, said Astro. Here we go. The whale went deep into the dark clouds. Tiny, tiny, minuscule little shrimp everywhere, swimming all around them in these clouds. Wow, I have no idea how this happened, said Dashy, but I hope this works. The whale opened his massive mouth with his straining gums as wide as he could, and all at once the shrimp started to fill his mouth. <laughs> He was eating by the hundreds, no, the thousands. In circles he went, starting on the outside of the clouds first, and then moving in and in and in. The clouds went to dark black, to more of a whitish gray, like normal rain clouds. He swirled around in a big circle till he got all the way to the center of the cloud. Every shrimp he passed was eaten. As soon as he got to the center, with the one final slurp, he ate up the last several thousand shrimp. They were all gone. All the shrimp poo rain was done. There was no more poo falling from the sky, but it was still everywhere. It was still on all the people and buses and buildings, and it was still on the wishing tree. Plus, they had a problem. When the whale ate so much food, it got too heavy for the wish. We're going down fast, said Barnaby. We're going down fast. The whale started to fall out of the sky right into the center of town. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. But luckily, Something was there, ready to catch the whale. Since all the poo had stopped, Z had taken several wishes into the center of the city. All of these wishes combined to catch the whale in a big wish net and lower it to the ground. The whale was in the center of the plaza. Z said, are you guys okay? We're fine, we're fine. How is everything down here? Covered in poo, said Z. I don't know what we're going to do. That's when Dashy looked up and said, We may not have to do anything. Look! All the clouds were still above the city. They weren't dark and scary like they were before, just regular rain clouds. 
and they were starting to make regular rain. Clear, sweet, and pure raindrops started to come from the clouds, a little bit at first, and then a lot. A big storm had happened where clear, beautiful, clean rain was coming out, and it started washing everything clean. All the white gooey poo came off of the mushrooms, out of the streets, off the buses. All of the Rainbow City people were playing in the rain, trying to get clean, going, This is amazing! I love it! Especially the kingdom, and most importantly, the wishing tree. Little by little, the wishing tree was completely cleaned, and it went from a frowny-faced tree back to a happy sleeping tree. All the poo water drained away into the into the gutters and off the roads and into the dirt and into the ground, and once again the rainbow kingdom was happy and clean once again. Oh, that's great, said True. Everything is back to normal. Well, almost everything said true. If you haven't noticed, there's a big whale in the middle of the plaza. Oh, right. We better get this whale home. Hmm, how are we going to adapt, says Barnaby? Well, we'll have to open up another portal, but this time we'll open it right underneath him. And that way, when it opens to the other side, it'll put him right back in the water. A portal. He was planting down in the water, so they had to lift and drop him in. Then we'll appear You're right. What if... Okay, here's what happened, actually. They couldn't open a portal underneath the whale. He was too big, so they had to open up a portal in front of him. The portal was massive as it was before, but there was a problem. The whale was too big. He couldn't get in the portal. Astro said, We need help. We need everyone to lift the whale and put him through the portal. True got up on top of the whale and said, People of Rainbow City! This whale has saved you from all the crawfish poop. We need to save him and get him through the yellow portal. We need everybody's help. All the townspeople went, Oh, that sounds amazing. The buses came, the people came, and they all got to at the edge of the whale. They lifted as much as they could. Then they tried. They didn't jump on him because they had to put him into the portal. He had to go home. I know, but. We had this thing taken, and jump, 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 jump on him. Why are they jumping on him? How does that help him get into the portal? It helps him get in the portal. So, pop, goes into the water. Because that's what I did when someone is stuck and they need to go home. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. So, everybody in the town started to lift the whale in the front and jump on him in the back to help push him through. He was so big. It was so hard, though. But with everybody's help, little by little, they got his head in the portal first. Then the rest of his body. Then they all jumped on his bum to push him the rest of the way through. The blue whale went through the portal and made the sound. They all listened as the whale went through the portal. Until on the other end of the portal, they heard a splash. The whale was back in the ocean. All of the pooping crawfish were out of the clouds. And the city was clean once again. The friends had done it. They had saved Rainbow City again. Dashie's legs still hurt a lot. Don't you worry, Dashie. Let's go to the wishing tree. You can take pictures on the inside of all the wishes, and Z can take care of your leg. Great, said Dashie. They all went to the wishing tree. Z did indeed heal her knee, and she took the best pictures ever of all the little wishes, and she took them all home to show all the aquanauts. It was the best day 
ever. The end. Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast. I love you, now go to sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly, so yeah, they can be structurally kind of rough. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. To be fair, Astro's not always in the stories. Many of these adventures feature just my kids' favorite cartoon characters from whatever cartoon they are watching at the moment, but Astro was the genesis for these bedtime stories and this podcast. I record these stories on my phone in my kids' room, and it's common to have my daughters interject during the story to make sure the plot is going in their approved direction. Sometimes the stories are long and sometimes short. Sometimes I get really into the stories, and sometimes it's just been a long day. Sometimes these stories get rowdy, and sometimes these stories can even be a bit scary. Though I do my best to keep things on the up and up with my five-year-old and her younger sisters. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them, usually. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin.